0: Who has a completely different experience than me, and you want, to, you want to hear from him about what he did right and what he did wrong? It's very important. Okay, this is one of the things that uh, I did learn. What he's about to talk about there at my MD, but I learned the wrong lesson, and I will confess that after he talks. Okay, because there's something I did. Very wrong that you need to make sure you don't do. It. And this is Tom, who Tom had a completely had a different experience because he's he worked for a, a lot of running magazines and and short stories. And I would actually rather talk to him about running because I'm a runner. <laughs> I love to talk about running, but only runners want to hear about running. That's otherwise it's boring. Or would be wrong. I know. So we just won't <laughs> talk about that today, but. He has a completely different experience because he would have been exposed to much okay. in his writing. So we want to we speak differently. Uh, and I want to do this on a, a conversational manner, manner. So anytime you hear something and you want to ask a question or direct something that you're working on, raise your hand. Because okay? we want to make this as usable as possible for you. And I'm going to shut up for a moment. <laughs> and I would like for each one of you to talk about uh, some of your story. Okay?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, my story, of course, is, is different from theirs. I have uh, been a long-time runner competitive runner. Uh, through the years, through the uh, mid '70s, I'd say, out, out of high school, when mm-hmm. I ran track and cross So I uh, kind of middle of pack, maybe top end. I'd be in the top three, top five in my Up until about four or five years ago, I get some other uh, medical issues I'm doing right now. Uh, I don't want to live anything, but you know, <laughs> enough to, to slow me down. And uh, but. Uh, Often would run uh, against a particular guy, Eno Kim, too, and who is the co-author and the uh, subject matter of my my book, uh, Finding My Road. And uh, I would often see the back end of him. I knew him very well. We'd visit after races and before races and that kind of thing. But I would often see the back of his shorts because I would never see the front of him because he was always beating me. And this is the guy who's um, 84 in December, and uh, I'm 70, so in April. Uh, but anyway, uh, so, so uh, one time about nine years ago, I approached him and I said, have you ever of my story I knew enough about his past and his history and his, and, his, and his background to ask this or else I wouldn't have asked it because he was a story runner who typically, if you guys don't know, i won't go into great detail this, but basically running, running events 5Ks, anything from mile to 5Ks on up is pretty much in 5 to ten 1080 brackets. So, uh, 40 to 44, 45 to 49, you know, that kind of thing, just broken up in five year age brackets. But he's typically, and still does, beats people two, three, four, sometimes five age brackets, you know, uh, younger than I know. And, you know, they're looking at his back of his shorts, too. So, I thought maybe I could get a front, front view with him. <laughs> so, uh, we got together and he said yes, which surprised <coughs> it, a lot of me. Uh, I really wasn't expecting him. Uh, I didn't have anybody else second choice or anything. So he, uh, he agreed, and uh, so we went about, about maybe once a month, we'd meet for interviews, I'd jot down notes, and then he, he got to where uh, he, had, he had, in the back of his mind, I think he planned to do this eventually on his own, and he just never had anybody kind of give him a little nudge. And I think, you know, he had the material matter, and I had the, the nudge. so between the two of us it worked out. And um, so we meet about once a month, and we do an interview, and suddenly, after a couple of years, so this was like, 80 or something like that, he'd start uh, sending a chapter. So I'd do a chapter, and, and originally I just started looking through it, and I started being almost like an editor, you know, uh, reviewer. I started doing a little critiquing of the, of the chapter, and I'd do little corrections and that kind of thing. And so we just you know, started to chapter to chapter, and it worked up. And near the end, we probably didn't meet that often, like every few months or something like I I. Um, but, it, but I was working full-time until, let's say, 2011, and then I started working part-time. Um, <coughs> I was in the several different, no. you know, I'm not going to go into all this, but physical, I'll talk to you first in all this, uh, industries I've been through, the oil and gas industry and the physical therapy, healthcare industry, no. and uh, now I'm in the writing industry, I guess you'd say. And anyway, uh, so uh, we chose to go to the, uh, a, I'd say, indie or uh, create spaces We to use. For my publishing, and um, luckily, I have a daughter who's a graphic designer, so she did the cover and the inside. She we put 25 pictures in there. We had more planned, but we looked at them. And, and, and remember, he's an 83, almost 84 year old guy, so we had some pretty grainy, late 50, late four, late 50s, early 60s uh, on the <coughs> pictures. So some of them, you know, looked great as an individual individual glossy black and white of color but then suddenly you try to put them on a page and run them through the processes that you do, uh, they have turnouts turn out so hot. So we ended up like 25 pages worth of pictures of and, and my daughter re- redid the captions and all that kind of stuff on the, on each of those. So it was kind of a, uh, it's been a, a fun process, but um, it, it took longer than I thought it would. That, that's another thing about the, when he's talking about playing. Um, as much as you can, as early in the process as you can, get, get down what you need to find out, uh, whether it's a uh, website, you know, looking at the website for the copyright office and filing for your copyright uh, on it and, and that kind of thing. Uh, I've, I've told a few people, uh, this. i got a friend of mine who, who's written a couple of children's books, and he, he uh, puts copyright, such and such, like, for now be 2017. And then, so Bailey picks up his book and I look at it and say, "Well, you, you filed with the copyright office, and um, he's in my one of my writing groups. and um, I got to talk to him personally one on one." And he said, "No, I never have really filed for it, and so actually, technically speaking, somebody can steal his work from his book because he's never I yeah. I've uh, never heard of me about a copyright, copy,
2: copywriting
1: your manuscript, the title. No. Well, what are Everything you? talking about? The whole thing. If you wrote a series of short stories or poems, uh, and you wanted to copyright them, you send them in as a group, and you can send it electronically to the copyright office, or you can send them uh, hard copy. So that, uh, it so costs a little bit more. So your work needs to be complete. I mean, you don't well, that's that's a good question because uh, when, I, when I, early on in the process, I was actually ahead of the game on this particular part. Uh, I sent my manuscript without the pictures. I mentioned those 25 pictures at the back of the, of the book. I didn't send a picture with it, so I sent it to be copyrighted. And um, then they said, well, we need a, a newer version. So I, sent, and, and so I had to work with them a little bit to make sure that they had the right um, information, the right file, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I'd sent it early without the pictures, and so I had to send a newer version with the pictures on it. And then I ran into another... And went into detail. I ran another another issue with. I had my daughter listed on the copyright. They said, "Well, what part did she write?" Well, she didn't write any part of it. She wrote. She did the cover, the front, and the back. She did a little um, uh, special design on each of the beginning of the chapters, and she redid the captions on the pictures and and, and set the pictures up for formatting and all that kind of stuff. And I said, "Well, you can't put her on the copyright." I said, "She's part of the book." And they said, "Really?" I said, "No, she's not. Actually, as far as cover. So I. On a very short battle, and I said, "You know what? That's stupid for me to to make a big deal about that because I'm holding up my copyright." Now so.
0: Did you? Uh, did, did you? Uh, but you published your book through CreateSpace. Right. right, right. Does everyone know what CreateSpace is? Everyone here, right? Do you? CreateSpace is the Amazon uh, sub company mm-hmm. that you can hire them to create, do all the work, at, and publish your book. And yep. that's what he's speaking they about. have
1: They have templates. If, if you're really the whole process or don't know enough about it, and you need help with the, and I didn't, so I'm speaking kind of off the side. Uh, I didn't need cover, help, help with the cover, just need to get a file to that with the cover on it. You can send a separate file with the cover. And, and the back cover, and then a separate file with your your actual text or your work. And so, um, but they do have templates that you can go to and use. They don't do any marketing. Now they do send you to Amazon because they're owned by Amazon to set up an author page, like they, they discussed earlier, set an author page, uh, and do a few specifics like that. But as far as marketing, you're pretty much on your own, okay. and you then you go to the, the bookstores and go everywhere else. So. Okay. If you haven't established a name yet, do you need to do
0: that before you can copyright? Uh, instead name. Yeah. So that goes, remember when I was talking about that six months plan before you publish? <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer. The yeah, yes. I have kind of a second question for you. So, how did your graphic
3: designer slash daughter was she concerned about protecting her work, right, her art, her oh, design, you you. by we, not getting the copyright, right, that left her vulnerable,
1: we were with a graphic designer. We went we round and round, right see, I had pictures that were 40, mm-hmm. 50 years old, 55, mm-hmm. and I discussed this a couple times uh, earlier uh, this morning. Uh, I, I contacted everybody I could. I had I had uh, Victoria uh, co- College, I had Victoria, Texas. Uh, he, was, uh, he was actually a member of the cross-country team. There. <laughs> so we, uh, across country, so we had to get, I had to hold them. A lot of the people <clears throat> took the pictures, you know, the individuals or the organizations took the pictures, mostly in this case, colleges and universities, because they're dead, <laughs> you know. So you try and find out who to get permission from, Get a letter, get an email or something from me. I did due diligence on everybody I could. There's some pictures I dropped off, mm-hmm. but, but uh, you know, I, 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 I did the best I could, you did but, kids, yeah. yeah. So. Is there a possibility, because she gave me some, my daughter gave me some horror stories, because she's in the graphic design business, mm-hmm. and she designs, uh, you know, uh, menus, and of. So she's coming in the food industry, in the, the whole thing. And uh, she gave me some horror stories where people uh, uh, published very famous authors uh, whose foundations have actually sued people because they used,
0: you know, some part of their name or something, mm-hmm. like, okay, okay, I'll do, I'll do whatever I can. Yeah, just due diligence and caution, yeah. 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 Now, I would like to get Mike involved in this, because he is a different version of our version of everything. And so, Mike, would you give us your version of how you, how you experience
2: this? Well, my name is Mike Sims, and uh,
0: I've been writing short stories since my
2: teens. And i never took it serious to write a book. Didn't know how to write a book. And, and uh, everybody always kept telling me, you need to put those stories in books. I don't know. And uh, I went to a, uh, a website, a writing website, in 2003, and submitted one of my short stories in one for a place of 10,000 people. And then I got to thinking, maybe I do have something to So at that point, uh, I still didn't quite believe in myself and wasn't going into it. And in 2005, I started a new job, and as always, a little short story popped in my head, and I quickly wrote it down. And I looked at it and I was like, this is too big to be a short story, this is a book. And it was about a character named Vicki, who is a rape victim from her teens that has become an indelible woman that nobody can defeat. She's super intelligent, mm-hmm. super strong, and she dispenses her brand of justice on things that are wrong in life. And uh, so the story was, it was supposed to be a dark comedy about a guy named Tim that assaults her and she decides to revenge herself upon him for years. And um, it became dramatically different. But I still didn't know how to write into a book, so I shelved it for eight years. And in 2013, boom, mm-hmm. um, the whole story came to me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I was like, I gotta write it. So I wrote it out, and I handed it to a friend of mine who a uh, vice president of marketing at the uh, P90X Chan with all these people. She knows everybody. And she says, "Well, oh, this is great. Let's uh, let's make it into screenplay. <laughs> a screenplay. I like a screenplay Well, you're going to submit it to, you know. And so she, she was just pushing it to everybody. And she got it in front of uh, 80s rock stars and, you know, actors and everybody else in the world. And, uh, and, and of course, it did go anywhere. And uh, I said, that, you know, it needs to get traction. It needs to be a book. It needs to get out there before you all take it seriously." And so... I uh, wrote it out. It took me two years writing these drafts, and she put her uh, she helped edit it. Her mom helped edit it, who was a retired literary professor, and her aunt who uh, tore into it chapter by chapter and critiqued it horribly. <laughs> and uh, so, after I got it out, uh, wrote the uh, I, the next step was well, I got to get an agent or something. And, so I submitted to 500 literary agents, turned out viral. Oh. That's a bigger number than that here. <laughs> One of them even critiqued by email and and, and corrected. They it. It said, if you want to talk to literary agents, this is where you talk to them. I said, well, thank you. You know? <laughs> it's like, wow. So, I resigned to publish it on Amazon, in space. And uh, it on my kind and so forth, bought the graphics, because you know, I've done graphic work. and. Because my field was IT, I worked in computers for a long time. So I know how to produce videos and, and graphic art and all that. And uh, so I put it out there, and I was like, well, I did my book. There it is. You know, here you go, world. Have uh, it. You know, I'm done. Off my book and blood begins. And so friends of mine uh, said, you know, you need to really push this. This book's important. I was like, well, thanks for the encouragement. Your friends. your are and uh, and so, I went ahead and I submitted my manuscript to uh, second-tier publishers at of this. And then four months later, I was picked up by Tate Publishing. Now, I don't know anybody know who Tate Publishing is. They are a second-tier publisher that's on the cusp of a publishing service and a publishing house. They uh, Publishing service charges for everything publishing house invested and uh, they are on the, the fence what they require is a four thousand dollar deposit to publish the book and they'll do everything the editing graphic art marketing whole nine yards if you sell 2500 books they give you do four thousand dollars and uh, so i'm talking to the daughter of the founder who's the executive of uh, the company and acquisitions and she says uh, we really love this book it's controversial like 'The Two shades of gray and controversy settings. And I said, well, it's interesting you would bring that up since you're a Christian publisher. But, mm-hmm. uh, okay, I don't have $4,000. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't pay anyway. Because I can do it on Craigslist mm-hmm. for free. Mm-hmm. So they kept talking to the CEO and knocked it way down, told him it's nothing. Said, so we want this book. We'll also make you an author for life. So any books you want to publish, we'll publish for free. Mm-hmm. So, here I am. 2015, they start doing the process. It was exciting. They had me hopping all over the place, art pictures, this or that, that wanted all everything. Every, week, had somebody called me from their company. And I would just, you know, I mean this of this there. So they <coughs> find, by December they release it. And hardback, paperback e-book. And in it, it started selling a little you know, not, not much, but a little bit. Mostly the family friends, because <laughs> they wanted to make sure they weren't loaded there somehow. <laughs> and um, so, they, uh, the first quarter came around, and I didn't see a voltage. Oh, okay. Now, I had put my, their ISBN in Amazon's book scan, so I knew exactly what was moving. And what they were reporting to me was a lot less than what I was seeing in that Amazon. I was signing books more than what they were telling me they sold. And so I confronted them, oh, we'll send you the county. They'll no contact intuits. Uh-huh. I said, so my wife was asking me, what? What are we going to do about this? And I said, this is my philosophy. Either my books are going to get somewhere and they will be bend over backwards to make me happy and pay more. Or well, they're not going to go anywhere, and it doesn't matter. Either. But it's a quantum leap from where I was, so let's just continue. So I used the momentum and the excitement of having the, the book published, and I wrote. Uh, everybody wanted to know about Vicki and what, where she came from, more about her. So I decided let's make a series. I decided to make Victim number four in the series because she was in her forties in this t- timeline. So I decided to write n- book number one, Victim started out from age eight to first objects out of college and I wrote that book in 30 days three drafts. Wow. Got it to date. <laughs> they were like, whoa, that was fast. Next book, Balker, mm-hmm. her taking on an evil corporate game of the world and getting famous. Wow. 45 days. And they were like, they were like, how are you companies out there? And I said, the way it works. He's like, I'm in the mood. with my, my little headphones on, it does my music, and it plays like a movie. And I'm just dictating. <coughs> I don't even know what the characters are going to say or do. Yeah. I just, they have no direction of what the story is. I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't. And it writes itself. And before I know it, I've got a draft. And then I start, you know, expanding it, making sure the continuity and narrative and everything works, that it makes sense, make sure I didn't mess up on any of the character names. But it's all in my head, and it's just, just dictates. Simple as that. And, uh, you know, and so they published them. And again, royalty times were coming, not getting paid. They 1099 in tax on books that they hadn't penny for And so I started watching them carefully. Because then all the printer, printing equipment, was repossessed by zero which meant that they can't print books anymore. Which meant they had to go to a service to print their books. So this is where I really was paying attention, because this is important. And uh, still, um, being nice to them, you know, you know spreading on, they're, they're not, they don't find me as an enemy. Meanwhile, I'm talking to a, uh, uh, my, Nicole, uh, bless her for evangelizing me. Uh, put me in touch with Louie Ferguson and he, he talked to me. He says, I've had this issue before with people. I've had to do audits, people that need me out. Mm-hmm. He says, you need to really think about doing audit. if, if not the, the seriousness of it. if you do an audit on them, you're going to make a whole away again. You're going to need a So I said, okay. So I just left it. bull washed Then. I saw that they moved to Ingram to do the publishing, the printing. So, I, uh, I told uh, my wife, I said, what is Ingram? Ingram is like the de facto distribution network that books use. Uh, a lot of warehouses, a lot of independent books, are all get their stuff, a lot of them from Ingram. they're huge. And uh, publishers do, they now uh, support independent publishers uh, for Ingram Spark. And they have uh, several uh, programs, but you really have to know what you're doing uh, when you publish with them. You have to have all your graphic art, everything laid out properly. And they have templates, but it's a lot more complicated than Amazon. But one of the things they do is that if you publish with them, you can make your books returnable or not returnable. And my books are not returnable because... Returnable means that bookstores chains can all buy your books, order them, and then whatever they don't sell in 90 days, they can ask refund.
0: That's so, actually a very important and magical yeah. uh, discussion. <coughs> we could have a whole session on oh, yeah. what he's been thinking about. Yeah. That one little thing.
2: And it's key to take because because I, I was aware of this process. I didn't make my books returnable because I heard more told me that the getting $20,000 bills from Ingram and then they were out of business. Um, So I knew that when Tate moved to Ingram, Mm -hmm. they were going to make all the Arthur books, 39,000 Arthurs, return them. And so I contacted Ingram, did a title transfer of my books from Tate to me. And immediately the vice president of to Tate calls me and says, what are you doing? (laughs) You know, we're we're with Ingram now, everything's great and all this. And I was like, no, it's not. He says, uh, I said, you haven't. Gave you my books, I paid for them. You haven't paid me your royalties? You know, you're you, you cheating everybody. So two days later, I get a handwritten check from him for my royalties and uh, my 200 books that he owed me. And so I called their back made sure it cleared because they bounced him for 26 cents. To be cool. So us go. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and so I talked to him again. I said, um, well, uh, you know, adios. He said, I gave you your stuff. When When is the legal? I said, because you went to Ingram. You've got $39,000. It's a returnable. And in 90 days, when you get that bill, you're done. Because you're not going to pay it. You're going to pay rights. i I'm going to modify lease. You're not pay this one. I want my files. My contract says I want everything. I want it. Okay. let I'll take it call." gave me all my files, all my graphic arts, everything, manuscripts, edits, you know, all the stuff I needed to do my own books. And um, 90 days later, went out of business. $1.7 million Ingram did not pay. Ingram uh, got their bank accounts in court order. Uh, now the founder and the son are facing eight felony charges for embezzlement. They're finished. Thirty-nine thousand authors. A lot of them didn't get the manuscripts. Just before they went there, they were charging Arthur $50 to get the files.
0: This is a very important story. Because uh, remember uh, at Shauna Lee's speech what she was talking about, this is a very important thing, and this is one of the big mistakes I made uh, was I when I published my book, I uh, only did it through Amazon. I did not make arrangements, so there was a distribution service, okay? That, this was that, which is the opposite of what he did, okay? But there's a trap either way, that you've got to, you've got to figure out the best way you're going to manage that. And I've got to go back now and redo everything and do it where I have a distribution service. Uh, You need before you publish to calculate what am i going to do not only with amazon but what am i going to do in a distribution service if you paid attention to what shinus lee said about that that's very crucial do you have something yeah. to say about no, that no well that's
1: true uh you know when you when you just using creative spaces examples that's all i have to base my right. and stuff on you know you, all these thoughts of how your book is going to be distributed and be available to everybody is you know yeah. is, you know, dreams of grandeur, because uh, you know, with CreateSpace you get an Amazon.com, uh, you get a, you get off the page of stuff, which is all good stuff, and group um, publicity and everything else, and uh, then you also get to sell your books on amazon.com on, Well, you know, stupid me when I when I heard all that, all I, all I heard was Amazon uh, was Barnes and Noble. <laughs> and so I think, well, I'm going to a store to a book signing, right? No, you can't. No. That's not enough. No. And it's not enough. Exactly. <coughs> so um, so I've had to rethink, and I, and I have been negligent across uh, or you would call it, on not doing, setting myself up for e-books, which is, mm-hmm. I've I been mean, kind of a niche. I mean, it's, it's a, it is a human interest story um, about a guy that starts uh, uh, his life off, one of 10 kids in a, in a dirt floor, in a rural uh, area as a uh, mm-hmm. sharecropper's family. <laughs> third generation in South Texas Ride right above the valley. And none of his other siblings had even a minute thought of, of going to college. But he had the skill of being able to run fast. And so he just applied his, his you know, his skill over the years until he got into college, you know, got his degree, and got a scholarship offer, got his degree, and, and eventually became All-American as a Hispanic person, Hispanic All-American at the uh, University of Texas. And so you know you you just uh, it's <laughs> it's just uh, you you have to do your homework like they both said you right. got to do your homework and so uh, so e-books for me is is the route to go because some kind of in a niche it is a human it's a story uh, well, but aren't think you
0: worried about, aren't you thinking what's your consideration about uh, Hard copy distribution to independent bookstores because you're choosing yeah, believe, by saying that yeah. that you're going to neglect that, which is the choice I made. Yeah, and I was real happy with it. At the end of six months, I got a publicist. Uh, we did uh, basically what I call it the algorithm. You know, you, your book on Amazon is controlled by an algorithm. Of course, our home lives are controlled by algorithms, which you don't sometimes realize. Yeah. But uh, at the end of six months, I had sold or uh, distributed over 10,000 books. I was happy, but, but because I only did it through Amazon, uh, I never gained anything. And I got, you know, I, I did all the, I got over 50 reviews. At I did everything according to the algorithm of Amazon. But then uh, when I started working on the next book and going back to a normal life, things started decreasing. And I think it's because I neglected hard copy distribution, independent bookstores, etc. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, the thing I learned is Ingram was, uh, was pretty important,
2: but you had to be technically skillful
0: to use them and well, what do you mean by that because you you have to because you're stressing us all out <laughs> <laughs> right you can hire, you can what does that mean technically skillful and how do we deal with that well, yeah. you
2: can you can, ha- you can hire people to do it but if you if you uh, if you don't know to uh, put the uh,
0: artwork together the manuscript together and so forth you can do it well you can yeah. still do that through create space and create space yeah. by the way is a wonderful well, place yeah. to and I even did my cover on Create Space. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big believer that the cover must, must be beautiful. And uh, because I love you. But also because the thumb the thumb size rules. Everyone know about the thumb size rule, right? This is crucial. It, your cover has to be noticeable, noticeable by the reader the size of a thumbprint, because that's where most people are going to see see your cover when they're going through uh, Amazon or some other online. Your cover's is going to be the size of a thumbprint, right? right. And, and you know, and I actually, I'm actually published on Amazon as well. Right? right, but how do we
2: get to the other? Well, the, well, the purpose of that is that if you, even though I'm with Ingram, if you publish on Amazon, your books will always show in stock Amazon, right? for the, in, you know, any other publishers, only if they have it. So it's it's good to be available. It's uh, you know all my books, ebooks are published on Covo and all the different styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how did you mobile? solve your problem of that distribution of hard copies? Though? It's uh, you know like I say, not returnable. So bookstores don't like me that much because they, they want to be able to borrow your books for a while mm-hmm. at your expense. Mm-hmm. And uh, but that all represents twenty percent of your sales mm-hmm. at that point. So what I do is I, I it, mostly focus on e-books. Uh, I go through uh, I do go through ACX, which is Amazon's Audible books uh, program, mm-hmm. and I was have uh, got a lady that does my audiobooks in English, and I was very lucky. I got picked up by an actual movie actress that's doing my one of my books in Spanish. And she loves it. She's gonna do that. She's known. So. It's uh, I'm doing using Babel Cube to do it different languages. I mean, uh, mm. most of them are French, Italian, Spanish, Japanese, what have you, they're all being worked on. And uh, and they're pushing now they're since so they translated, they're pushing your books for you too. And you have that for five years, and then it's
0: all yours. So we you have your book on eBay. How quick after you uh, uh, put your book on Amazon did you have it moved to eBay? Well, because then, there's a process that you can do it almost instantly, um, which is why I'm about yeah, to ask you why you haven't done it yet.
1: Well, yeah, there's some, there's some freeways and, some, uh, and some, some that cost a little bit of money. Right. Uh, i just procrastinated and, and, and hope that the in-bed bookstores, I'll speak about in bookstores a little bit. Uh, you'll find some, not very many, that have an account. Like, for instance, I have, I have a... My books, my bookshelf at Cypher, uh, part of uh, uh, Lone Star Community uh, Center, and I have at their Cypher location out at Barker uh, Cypress and uh, West Road, I have a, a series of five or six books there, and they have a, an account that creates space. So I got with the guy that uh, runs the bookstore for their, and this is the, the bookstore that sells, you know, uh, the books for the classes and all that kind of stuff. And, and yeah, I've got five or six books sitting there. And when he sells down to a few, he just reorders. And so I just, you know, I just kind of sit back and I don't have to do anything after the size that. I might check every three months or something to see how many, how many books he sold or whatever. Or I see them, you know, have to create space. But but typically, with most of your mom-and-pop, like she spoke of, uh, bookstores, you're not going to find that. You're going to have to, they'll do some version of, uh <laughs> set five, see how they sell. If they sell four of
0: them in three months, don't then they'll in, say. Don't you have to be in a distribution service to look that? Not with most
1: of the independent bookstores. No, not like the River uh, uh, Oaks and uh,
0: Blue Willow and those kind of uh, well, Why did you go to a distribution service tonight? After you fired the people that weren't paying you anything. <laughs> really? You know why you did that. Right? <laughs> really?
2: Well, I wanted to make it the appearance that I, you know, I have a publishing company as well, and I wanted to make it appear that I was a, a publisher. And uh space is extremely important because Amazon is huge; and they're, they're everywhere. But I wanted to uh, I wanted to be able to do certain things, particularly internationally, because most uh, English-speaking countries have five percent book readership, while China and India are ten percent, and they're a huge publishers. So that's why I'm focusing on my books in there. Hindi and Chinese to get into those hierarchical uh, workshops. And because sometimes when, they, when they're they head over there, they'll look over here. And then maybe you'll get some kind of deal with a, pub- a publishing a house, Simon Chusher, some one of and on another one deal. But uh, that's the strategy I'm having. Mike, when you, when you uh, um, got the second year the
1: publisher, publishing world. they require you to market it?
2: No. They, they were doing the marketing. They were doing everything.
1: Okay, So they, they were just getting extra money. Get
2: yeah, I mean, it wasn't... They were doing it. They did a press release. So and then they had you yeah. hopping on all these, uh, you know, book items. So that was the agreement between you and the... Yeah, they, they had you know, coffee shops and all this stuff. And you know, I selling maybe one or two books or not. And, you know, the, the libraries. I even sold books at the library. Mm-hmm. So, it, it became real obvious to me that, that this is, it works a lot like I do up with the marketing um, program and the
0: readers aren't the customers. I'm the customer. I'm the one buying the books. So watch out for that as you're starting this process, uh, and like I said, it's a cast 22. Remember what Shauna Lee said, and how happy, what was it, Maxim? What, what was that Mascot. the name? huh? Huh? Mascot. She was so happy because she really felt like they maximized uh, her solution of both distribution, ebook distribution. And by the way, uh, I don't know. Did China Lee have any of her books out today? Yeah. It's. Have you seen the the pictures in her books? They're the most beautiful things. They're like pieces of art. Mm-hmm. You, she would. She was serious when she picked an artist for this. We actually did a uh, author talk webcast with her uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I was shocked at how beautiful her stuff is. And actually, the story about the artist she used, which is this 20-year-old Brazilian uh, college kid, it just made beautiful stuff. And uh, uh, but so you have on her. She really was happy with that medium-sized uh, publisher got what she needed but on the other side of that very thing is this trap right yeah. and that he had to deal with and he had to pull out of it and solve his own problems uh tom had is i guess your next step is you got to get to the ether, i get it
1: i right? get the ebooks and, and, and the independent bookstores is a piece of 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 the whole issue about selling, but you're not going to sell a lot of books typically at your independent bookstores.
0: I think but, though, that, and you think that, and and I, that's the way I thought too. because I thought that way, at the end of six months, I sold ten thousand books. I went back to write the next book. My momentum died. It died. Yeah. And I think that the, my trap was thinking that because I think that the independent bookstores said you do that. They, mathematically it's not that big a deal but i think if the reason you're writing is because you hope people will read your book uh i think you've got to take that step even though it's a small step because it's a really important
1: if you if you if, if i walked away and didn't try and promote my book in any other way to do ebooks and that kind of stuff, uh, I could have easily done it after any one of the book signings that I've gone to. Because he and I, Eno, is his name, Eno went too, and Eno and I have, have together gone to book signings and individually gone to book signings and stuff, and uh, walked away selling. I, I remember distinctly uh, 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 River Oaks Bookstore. We were there for three hours. And I ended up getting to meet the uh, owner, who, which is a fascinating story herself. She's had a score for like 50, 75 years something like that. Not that old. Very nice. Forty-five nice. years or something. Anyway, very nice lady, uh, older lady. And um, I sold, I had one of my son school, I mentioned my son school class uh, the week or two before, and one of my son school members came up in the last 30 minutes of the three hours and bought a book and had it signed, and had a picture taken in front of a, we had have, we have a life size poster of, that's about, it's about six foot by four foot or something, of the front cover of the book. And so we did this in the backdrop for some of our book signings and we took a picture of that as she brought the book. That's another book I sold.
0: Okay, but there's there's a point behind it. That's a really good point. Uh, when are we supposed to end? Is is it at 11 sharp? Can someone check their schedule? 11.15. 11, 11.15? 11, oh, so we yeah. do we find? Uh, there's another, there's a story about John Grisham. What his first book out about that particular Mm -hmm. River Oaks that uh, he pulled up in his car asked them if he could do a book signing the next day uh, slept in his car that night came back the next day had the books in his truck and did a book signing for an hour nobody came okay and then he went on to the next town John So my point is that happens a lot, and I think that it's more that the working on the momentum may be more important than the mathematical. How many you sell? Yeah, and you
1: you end up leaving some books there to sell. I've got, I've got some books there now. They have some have a three month limit, some have a six month limit, yeah. and if you don't sell any of those, then they'll, you just say come pick them up. They've been signed. Up. Yeah, they're consignment, basically. Yeah, you basically what you're doing at almost all of these independent bookstores. Now, libraries and stuff are a little bit different. It's it's hard as the devil to get your book to a book signing or be accepted at a library. I mean, there's so many hoops, the bureaucracy,
2: oh, yeah, the Yeah, I have a couple of friends that are selling authors, and they have one book. And one of them, you know, I, I, I bought their book, and they're to editor, Lear, and I'm editor, gracious and she was like, he's like, stereo instruction, how's this the best <laughs> you know? You know, how your book's not there and this is there, you know? Because she's famous. That's, that's the key, and she knows everybody knows it. And all bought her books because she's friends. She's got yeah. a wide friend of yeah. uh, friend, Another friend of mine wrote a book called Pig Marine about his experience in the Marine Corps. Yeah. And he, uh, he's the best selling has a coach. show But he's famous, too. <laughs> now, he had a horrible story with a publisher. Uh, he, he ended up having a heart attack because his publisher was so, such a nightmare that one of the other authors actually committed suicide. And so he left and now he's published uh, under uh, Norman Lear. Norman Lear has a publishing company. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, you know, I said, well, I'm not famous, I'm not rich, I, I can't sit there and just buy a ton of books, you know, on all these places to jack my uh, stats up and make it look like a really selling price, like, you know, like a lot of these guys do. So uh, he's, he says, let me tell you a little trick. He says, I know uh, a lot of authors that are successful. Write a lot of Just keep writing. James Patterson, all of them, lots of books. Right? 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 He says, somebody in this segment of the audience is going to pick up this book sure. it, and like it. I don't I don't tell everybody. It. And then they're going to say, oh, you got a bunch of books. Yeah. And that's how you realize. So I guess
0: that really bad book I'm going to have to go back to. First draft on the bad book, right? But the it one that I didn't publish. Do any of y'all uh, 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 try uh, uh, print on demand? Well, actually, uh, we all are. And you will do. Uh, because part of what Amazon is, when they no, Amazon doesn't print your books before someone orders. So you go through CreateSpace or whatever, you have uh, your books on Amazon. You aren't, they haven't printed one of your books yet. When someone goes on to Amazon, buys your book, uh, they print it, put it on UPS, and get it to you in three days. It's the most amazing thing I ever saw in my life. Steve Jobs made that industrial, industrial demand because he, fell in love with it and Apple did it. Now everyone does it because it's called, what is it called, crisis, warehouse, inventory, I forget. Just in time. Just yeah, in just in time, time exactly. Just bit, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the philosophy now. So uh, uh, we're all on, in, on that system. But I was thinking, if, 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 if you
1: recommend hard copies and taking hard copies to uh, um, okay. And you don't have the cash to print out uh, thousands of books, yeah. and then, or you, want, you don't want to get into a contract uh, uh, on that scale, then uh, you, you go to on demand uh, warehouse, and then. Books there. I yeah, have with Create Space, I don't mind me jumping in here. What I found with Create Space is um, they do have their limits with you know Noble.com and it's Amazon.com and you can't go to Barnes and Noble and you can do a book signing and all that kind of stuff, which kind of pissed me off at first, but you know, I, you know, do your homework, Tom. Uh, is when you order with Create Space as an example of one of the companies that you can use, uh, mm-hmm. I, I was telling you sitting there and listening to Chanel Lee, uh, it, and uh, you just learned, uh, like for instance, my book my particular size book is it's just a two hundred page book, uh, soft copy soft uh sorry hardcover. And I realized after a couple of orders that forty four books fits into their standard uh, cardboard box just perfectly. Forty five, they gotta send you an extra little, you know, cardboard folded up book or something. So so I got to where if I needed Thirty, I'd order forty-four, and
0: plus forty-four and, is almost cheaper than thirty. Yeah, because I mean, of right. the way it, the way it is on the per yeah, and, right. and, and, the and to give, give you a date, you have to pay. I'm, I'm sure it's a, like Crispus,
1: like a lot of other uh, independent uh, publishing companies. You know, they give you a date. Let's say, so it's the 15th today. So let's say you need the books by the 21st because you know, you've got a book signing. Okay, so you say, well, I need thirty, but I'm going to order forty-four because it's it in that box. So then, so you order to say, well, it's the twenty-eighth. That, that, that's our target date. That's the date. But but that's the extreme date. Typically, you're going to get it on the 18th or the 19th, which fits just perfectly for your schedule. And then you got 15 left over because you're only taking 30 to the book signing. So that at that point, you just and I started doing it because I was of the two. I was just kind of the hub as far as accumulating books. So if he had a book signing the next weekend and he needed 10, we just <coughs> get together physically and exchange ten books and give to him and he's off and then then we're looking so you always try to stay a little bit ahead and keep a few extra copies with you so that you go somewhere where you know hey I can hand out a book or two you go to a library uh, a high school or something you say, Oh well, you know, I can get out a few copies there. And so you always should try to keep ahead of the game a little bit. But you get it you can after a few orders, you get that that whole process down to a science. And, you know, if you need you always order a few more than you need, that you so, think you're going to need.
0: Tom's answer to you is yes. Yeah. <laughs> is any, go ahead. Yes, yeah, so you know, yeah, cool. as far as like using
3: great space, what are the limitations? And, like, I know you're, you keep saying like we can't go to Barnes & Noble, it's
0: obviously a direct editor, mm-hmm. um, as far as going in and, you know, doing good signings or whatever, but um, do they have other limitations that we need to be aware of? Okay, what I, I, this is what I really urge you to do. Who here already has a creates basic account. Do you have one? Do you have one right? Yes? Okay. The first thing I urge you to do is, because it's a great practice, is I, wherever you are in your process, and remember what I said that I learned so much two years ago, which is you need to have your whole publicity stuff planned and started Six months before you go. Okay? I think yeah, I appreciate that. And it will be possible because it's if going to possible. Make, because remember what they said, which is it's gonna take you longer to get published than you thought. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have your six months, whether you think you do or not, okay? Is you should if you're not too tired when you finish mm-hmm. here today, uh, do it today, or maybe this it's free, you it's need free. to open your create space account. Wow, because you're about to get hit in the face with, because they're going to start sending, they're going to send email you uh, so much information about, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this, and you need to know about it because you're going to have to think about it. And it's going to overwhelm you. And they have wizards to help you. Right. And they had work teams and artistic <laughs> assigned groups. and. Uh, they're going to give you a list of of options, and you need to get that, and you need to get that, and not decide for a while. Yeah. So, if, so it's good, to, and it's good to get, and it also really feels good when you go to the create space and see your uh, novel that you're working on. The title's preserved, it, so there it
2: is. It's be like the first time you'll see it. It's great. Yeah, yeah I have a theory is I got something from Amazon one day that they sent me by mistake. And they, the reason they're not in book, Amazon books, CrateSpace books are on bookstores normally because they're not returning. Amazon doesn't do returning. But they sent me this email. I said, congratulations. You've been approved for a financing account with Amazon CrateSpace, um, you know, for your books. And blah, 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 blah. Log in and, you know, and set up your thing. And it was very ambiguous. And then I immediately got an email right after that that says, uh, I'm sorry, you were sent an email erroneously on a future program that we're considering. I wrote back and I you guys are going to be returnable, aren't you? You're going to start hitting the bookstores. That's what you're doing, aren't you? Oh, boy. They're trying to get in the
0: market. And now they have brick and mortar stores.
1: Yeah, and and, uh, and I don't know, of course, I don't know what's in the minds of the Amazon high higher up guys, but uh, yeah, they're 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 looking at us what the second story here in Houston. So there's some things going on with Amazon like there is yeah, ten minutes.
0: Ten minutes? There's some things going
1: on with Amazon like there is a lot of other big companies that uh, we don't even know about. So so you know you know how things change and how uh, uh create space that, that I found interesting and I didn't I wouldn't have normally done it. Fern is, 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 of course, you know, is a great person. She sat down with me one time to set up my, my uh, webpage uh, with the GoDaddy. Uh, it's kind of a side here, but, I mean, you should get a web page somewhere. Uh, That's
0: one of those six months.
1: Yeah, right, The uh, six months. And, anyway, uh, so, but uh, one of the things she meant, I mentioned that uh, something about space some limitation I had or something. Oh, it was, it was about ISBN numbers. okay. And you, when you get ISBN numbers there's a is that, and by
0: the way don't worry about not knowing what that is it, it just kind of slides over well, and you get, <coughs> look
1: at any book and you'll see there's an isbn number there's an international isbn number there's an you know, american or usa isbn number you need them for your book and for your ebook and all that kind of thing but it all happens yeah so i was about to uh, pay a fee to to uh, a certain fee to buy my isbn numbers from create space and i got to talk to back and forth on and emails and stuff and, and she said, no, 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 here's what you do. You already got your Space account. Cancel your account. And I'd say, huh, what? Why would I do that? You know, because I'm, I'm a joiner. I'm, I'm a member person. I, I don't like to cancel membership numbers. You know, cancel it. Order your ISP numbers from the organization that everybody, including Space, goes to to get your ISP numbers. It's a little cheaper. Buy 10 or 15, and she explained why, and I'll talk to you to join that, uh, mm-hmm. to get more than, more than one. Uh, and uh, then have those, then when you, then go back to space, create a new account upon it. then. I'm oh, they might
0: make me do that too. Yeah, create, it's create, that's
1: complicated, but someone i have to with it Yeah, it happens, create a new know. account, and, and then so they say, well, uh, Mr. Woltzman, we need an ISBN number. Okay, here's my list. You know, here they are. And then you sit on electronic send or whatever, and they use them. Um, it's, and there's some other reasons why, but that's basically, uh, money is, is part and so of you own it. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's a, yeah, so ownership if you thing going on there. You end up never using creative space again and right. you know some other like you run into a take right. situation or yeah. you know some other thing that we can't predict because uh, it's gonna be out there for some of unfortunately. Uh, then then you have them, like you say, you, you have them. They're yours. They're yours. We so, have eight
0: we're eight running out, we're down to the last eight yeah. minutes. Yeah. I'm looking for questions that we haven't had. So, before I open my CreateSpace account when I got on today, yeah. I should buy my eyes. You know what, at first, this is my opinion, I wouldn't worry about that right yeah. now. What I would want to do is I'd want to open it up and then you're going to start getting your options from CreateSpace, that's what you're doing it for now. And then you're going to see all the things that you have to consider and this is going to help you look ahead at what? what you have and i want you to get over the overwhelm moment because when you first get on create space am i wrong no no and you, and they start sending you uh all your options it's going to be a little overwhelming i was you know like i, I can't maybe go. i gotta work okay i gotta work i gotta write now you've got to do this i remember at the first indie police i was at Uh, I was in at a panel, and they were talking about social media. Have you guys gone to one yet? And they were talking about all the different things you need to do. And I remember one young man in the very middle stood up and he said, "How am I going to have time for this? This is going to take all my time that I want to write." And I remember Ah, saying, "Yeah, it will (laughs) if you do it right, because but that's part of that six months plan, and that's why you got to plan it." And so I want you to get over that overwhelm. Allow,
1: allow time to absorb yeah. the process of what, right. what you're going to have to go through. And
0: then, and we really do have a lot of, of writers that are just ahead of you in this experience that you can mingle with, with things, and you need to voice, well, mm-hmm. what do I do about this? And you're going to hear so many opinions. And you're going to make mistakes, you're going to make big mistakes, but you know what, it's going to be okay, because it's not that big a deal. You. And you'll fix it. Like, he's saying, well, I should have done any books, I'm saying, uh, this whole, listening to Shauna Lee, I need to go back and fix that. Hey, I distributed 3,000 books, so, we're, I'm not hurt, I just the next step, right? Because now I want to, I want to, Create a momentum, like Shana Lee talked about. So, uh, don't and, worry too much to about it. And we had different. You know, he talked about he did his own coverings. <coughs> uh, his daughter helped him. I actually uh, uh, paid uh, uh, create space to do it. They assigned a art team, and uh, I'm uh, I'm. Uh, art fan, and I wanted to have a beautiful cover. I wanted to always go in and have the most beautiful cover. Well, I actually think I did, didn't I? Because, and so I would, I paid them to do it, so there's lots of different ways, and you're going to have to think about it. Just remember that you're going to hear uh, people in these different sessions talk about editing. You want your book to look professional. You want to have it ready to go before we. Have, like we have two editors in here, and they're going. And if you talk to them, they're going to talk to you about. It. You don't want your book to go out before it's right. You don't want to have a cover until you're proud of it and it's professional, right? Mm-hmm. No matter how you do it. And so, uh, don't worry too much about uh, what you need to do about that now. I want you to get on. You know, create space so you'll start getting the flow and get over that shock period. It's, it, it's going to help you plan for what the next year or two of what you need to do. And if you're involved in any kind of critique
1: groups or, right. or that kind of thing, you're going to learn from all those people because they'll be in different stages of writing books. Some will bring in seven to ten pages. I'm, create, I'm in a critique group out in the site area um, through up Meetup has a lot of critique. If you guys aren't doing critiques on your um, chapters of your book that, you, that you've got already written and everything, at some point, somewhere, either through that or through uh, Houston Writers Guild uh, has three, three, uh, critique groups, too. You if
0: know, I could you say something to that, HoustonWritersGuild.org. And this is uh, the president of the
2: Houston Writers Guild. Oh. Uh, HoustonWritersGuild.org, there is a page where we have a schedule of our critique groups. Uh, what
1: critique groups are open, what critique groups are cool, where they're at, who's hosting them, what days and all times. All over the city. All over the city. And if none of those matches for you, and you feel like you want to start your own critique group, we can help you with that. Just send an email to everyone. Like, Eastern writers, OK. People Go ahead, Mike. I'm in.
2: Yeah. I You know, it's been a very, very, uh, very and, uh, Even before I was ever. If I could follow one blog, there's a blog that just about every bestseller reads, and it's their gospel. She's Freeman, free. Freeman. being free. She writes, she's very indispensable. R-E-E-M-A-N? Yeah, F-R-I-E-D.
0: I-E-D. Everyone's picking up the verses. So I think it's time to go and give you a couple of extra minutes because I'm a real within-the-time person.
3: So thank you very much for coming.